Hey folks, Dirk Bentley here. If you've seen one of my concerts, you know I'm all about energy. Performing, recording, traveling, being a husband and a father, it's a busy life, and I need to be 100% every day. So when my battery starts running low, I grab a sugar-free, vitamin-packed, five-hour energy shot. It tastes great, and it gets me back to 100% fast. Try it. It could work for your busy life, too. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon and welcome to Tampa Podcast. My name is Wayne Lawson and this, uh, again, is Tampa Podcast. We appreciate you being here. Uh, we're going to talk about the Tampa Bay area a little bit. Uh, there is a Brett Kavanaugh, uh, Brett Michael Kavanaugh connection here. <laughs> you know, whenever I think about uh, the uh, Brett Kavanaugh is the, the, uh, the president's pick for Supreme Court justice to replace Anthony Kennedy. Uh, I think a Matt Kavanaugh. Matt Kavanaugh used to be a uh, a football player, quarterback. I think I, I forget I forget, who he, I forget who he played for. I think I don't know some team in the in, in the Northeast. I, I guess Matt Kavanaugh. I think about him. And then when I see um, his uh, the judge's middle name is Michael, uh, I think of Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels was used to re- used to be a wrestler or something. Uh, <laughs> so I always get it. I always tick on myself a little bit. Uh, but anyway, we're going to spend a little time. I'm talking about some stories that are germane to this area here in the Tampa Bay area. We are in Tampa. Uh, we are sitting right now in Tampa proper in the, the city limits of Tampa. Uh, I know we, you hear a lot of Tampa Bay stuff, but we are in the, um, in the inside the city limits uh, of Tampa. Uh, so we're going to talk about a little bit about things that are happening around here. Um, the, well, actually, well, I tell you what, I'll get to that in, in, in a little bit because you're probably hearing a lot about um, about Brett. <laughs> I want to say Michaels, uh, Brett Kavanaugh now. Anyway, so let's let's wait before we go to that. Um, this time of year and coming into the fall is the is the, sort of the, is the breeding season for al- for alligators. Now, if you're from somewhere else, you, you you've heard that Florida alligators are everywhere. That people wake up and then there's alligators chilling in their pool. That's true. And you've seen the videotapes on social media, uh, or the videos of alligators just sort of, you know what, I, you know, in, in a golf course fairway, just sort of chilling. That's all true too. And I'll tell you what, the alligators that, that, that you may have seen in the circus, little four foot gators, whatever. It's like, oh, four foot gator, how cute. Um, some of these gators are. 50 years old and um because they have really no natural enemies um they may grow to 10 12 14 feet and are these gargantuan creatures as a matter of fact there was a um uh two dogs two german shepherds good sized dogs uh one was one was killed that we know of and one is missing uh, and we think that and they were somewhere out on this preserve running off leash and ended up next to the water's edge. And like the song said, Gator got him. Uh, one is, one was obviously injured badly and the other is missing. Um, they finally caught that particular gator or they think they caught that particular gator. 
Uh, it was 13 feet long, 13 friggin' feet long. Um, so with all this happening, um, you actually, that was, it was last year. It was last year at a Disney park. Um, there was a, um, a gator got a hold of, or got close to, or some kid at, 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 at one of the Disney, um, parks. And I'll tell you what, and, and those of you who think, well, Disney should have done something about that, then you've never been to Florida. If there's a body of water, which we all love, body of body of waters, we we love those. As a matter of fact, in this area, there's a new story out today that says that um, homes that are waterfront cost 39% more than homes that are not. But we, But you know what? People are paying for it. Because we like to be close to the water. One of the benefits of living in the Tampa Bay area is that you get to be close to the water. And whether that water is a bay, uh, whether that water is a gulf, whether that water is a river or some lake um, in this area, people like to be close to the water. And that's one of the benefits of living here. Uh, But one of the downsides of living here, if there's a body of water big enough, you're you're probably going to find a gator in it. Because the gators were here first. The gators are prehistoric. The gators were here first. So um, even at Disney, uh, they didn't they didn't scout, scour that big property and round up every gator um, they could. And they weren't going to upset the ecosystem to that level. And that's good on good on Disney. Thank you. Um, but in any case, um, because of the the tumult. Uh, caused by these attacks and these sightings. Um, The Florida Wildlife Commission has decided they're going to offer some additional gator um, harvesting uh, permits. Now, I remember when I was a little kid that there was, we were, people were afraid that the gator population was shrinking to a unhealthy level. They weren't on the uh, the endangered list, but according to the smart people, they were headed. They were headed there. Now I'll, I'll tell you what: a lot of the people who 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 had lived here for a long time uh, and understood such things would say that that's nonsense. There are plenty of gators there. J- j- just cause there you you can't find one readily doesn't mean they're not there. Uh, step out there in that swamp and see if you don't find a gator. Um, however. Uh, they offered, uh, they made it illegal to hunt them, um, and they became a protected, uh, a protected animal. And now, uh, due to that and the expansion of development flipping everywhere in the state of Florida, um, we are overrun. We seem overrun with the animals so much, so much in fact that the uh, Florida Wildlife, Florida Wildlife Commission is offering additional gator harvesting permits for this year. Uh, now, I, now I know you. Some people have seen some some shows on TV uh, where in Louisiana um, they hunt these gators. Um, we're talking about we're talking about gators of uh, of, of equal size, but I'll tell you what what normally happens is that people will, will buy permits and usually have permits left over. 
So these harvestings don't ne- don't reap nearly enough gators to make a dent in the gator population. Um, they just don't. Um, gators are, for the most part, will leave people alone and stay out of populated areas if they can. The only time that you really see bull gators around people is during mating season when they may be moving from one pond to another um, looking looking for a sweetheart. Uh, but it's interesting that the Florida Wildlife Commission has decided that the answer is to offer more permits. I think that that's just a, mo- a government move, movement sake um, thing as to what are you going to do about this? Well, they're going to allow more people to hunt these animals. Um, and I'm not... I'm not crying for the animals. Um, there are because there are plenty of gators. There are plenty, plenty of gators. Uh, but I'm just telling you that, that that the Florida Wildlife Commission has decided to offer more permits. So if you're looking to uh, to gig a few gators, then go to the Florida Wildlife Commission website, uh, find out what it takes to get a permit or permits. Get yourself some. Gig, gig yourself some gators. Go right ahead. Um, in the the um, and and in local news, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning star Nikita Kucherov signs the a the largest contract in Lightning history. He's he's not, he's right now the highest paid member of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning, as you might remember, made a decent run this year towards the Stanley Cup, and they are doing their best to put that that two that two thousand seventeen team back together uh, before they all get out of town. Uh, and that's what happens in Marcus's size in sports. What happens is, is the team will have a successful year. And then because there's such, such success, there's so much demand for um, players that other teams who can pay more usually draw them away. Uh, but the lightning is, is bound and determined that that's not going to happen to them, and so they signed Nikita Kucherov to an eight-year contract that's going to average him nine point five million dollars a year. Um, he's getting paid more than Steven Stamkos, who's the team captain, which means that everybody's salary is going to increase. Um, they still have some other signings to do. I think um, McDonough hasn't signed yet, and they're working on those deals. So that should be interesting as that all unfolds. Um, staying on the sports side, where sports um, intersects with community, um, where sports intersects with the community is that the Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays, the baseball team, is unveiling um, some drawings of their proposed stadium in Ybor City. Uh, it's a private um, media. It's a private media event that's going to be. Uh, I love how it's private. Um, I don't know why they just want to do it online so everybody can see. Um, hmm, that always bothers me when when professional sports franchises have private meetings that are attended by a few of the uh, big monkey mucks, big business players in the community, and of course um, government. It sort of reminds me of the end of Animal Farm. That comes to mind a lot for me. You know, the end of Animal Farm where uh, the pigs are in the house, the farmers, the other human farmers, uh, the pigs are, 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 are drinking alcohol 
wearing clothes and standing up on on, on their hind legs. Three things they said they would never do. Um, and they're they're drinking, they're smoking, and while the other animals are looking in the window, they are finding it difficult to distinguish the pig from the people. You know, you remember that. So it's going to be, you know, what it sort of reminds me of those kind of events when they have these private, these these private affairs, and it's, and so they can control the narrative. Uh, as opposed to saying, being open and honest about what's going on. Now, this park, this this area is going to be massive. It's going to be Channel Side Drive to um, to one side, Adamo Drive um, to the south. I mean, I think to the, I'm not sure, I, I can't tell from the drawing, to the, to the other side, uh, 4th Avenue to the outfield side and um, 15th Street to the other side. So this is a huge area. Now, also, you can't just build the stadium. I mean, the stadium is, is monstrous. They can't just build a stadium. They also have to have to get ready for all the additional improvements to that area. Um, parking, um, all the infrastructure underneath, sewage and plumbing and electricity and all those kinds of things for that area. And, and, and the area around it to be developed. So when you go to the ballpark... You can go across the street to Ferg's or, or to, to a bar or or there are places to shop and there's things to do right around there. So it should be very, very interesting um, how they make all how they make all that work. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the drawings. I, I mean, they're going to hopefully they'll tell us if the, if the ballpark is going to have a retractable roof. Now, if you're listening from other areas, you're wondering why you would have an outdoor ballpark with a, with a, a retractable roof. Well, for two reasons. Because um, in the summertime in Florida, it's hot as ass here. <laughs> I'm just saying. It is hot as ass here. And and the other, uh, other reason is that it rains a lot in the summertime. The summertime is our rainy season. Um, the best part about where they've played all along is that there's never been a rain out. I think they've had games canceled due to hurricanes because they wanted to use the, uh, use Tropicana field as a shelter. Uh, but they've never had a rain out. Um, in the traditional sense that it was raining too hard outside to play baseball. Um, so, an outdoor stadium, like a lot of these baseball purists tend to want, um, I doubt if they could get 60 games played in this stadium a year because of it rains freaking every day in the summertime. Literally, if you think I'm lying to you, um, go to the Weather Channel. It rains literally every flipping day. So they're going to have to come up with a retractable roof for the fans because it's just hot as balls. And in order to have games, they're going to have to come up with something to protect the field because they're going to have way too many rainouts. So in Florida, having an indoor baseball stadium, although it doesn't fit the, the, um, the, you know, the minds of the purists, is the most practical thing. And, and having a retractable roof that, that at least co- covers the, the fans, at least that's a practical thing too. Um, and I hope they have misters as well, not misters like like people, but misters that miss cool air because it gets. I mean, it gets hot as balls here, 
and sitting in that stadium for two and a half hours getting baked is no fun. Um, 2014, uh, in the fall, one of the presents that my wife gave me and my son for our birthdays was we had tickets to a Buccaneers game. Uh, the first game of the season, we we went and we sat in the 300 section. The 300 section is the very top section of the of the stadium, and um, the sun was about six inches from my face. We were about six inches from the sun. It gets to half. It gets nearly the halftime, and now this is my first real outing after my surgery. Uh, we get to halftime, and I'm about to tell him, and, I, and I'm really disappointed. I don't want to disappoint him because we're having a good time. We're trying to have a good time. Um, we're in a Buccaneers game. It's good times. It's fun. Um, I'm about to tell him that he's going to have to take me home because it's just too friggin' hot. I mean, with no relief, no shade. Um, you had to have Sherpas to, to, to get up to the 300 section where we were. And, um, it was just too friggin' hot, uh, and a baseball stadium. If you're going to be in that in, in that in that stadium for for two and a half hours or whatever, how long it takes to play a baseball game, I'm telling you that you're going to have to have some covers for people because it's just too hot. Forget the idea that oh we're out in the outside we're out outside and this is what this is baseball is about. Uh, what baseball is about heat prostration? What? That's just stupid. Anyway, so they're going to do they're going to unveil that today. And we'll have more information about that tomorrow for sure. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Michael Kavanaugh. Um, Trump's pick for Supreme Court uh, to replace uh, Anthony Kennedy. Um, has a Florida connection. Now, you might not have known, and this may give you some idea where he sits ideologically. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh was, um, he, he helped Jeb Bush, governor, then governor of Florida, um, set up, um, the first school voucher program. He was one of the attorneys to help him set up the school voucher program, um, that was eventually struck down by the Florida Supreme Court because the idea was that you couldn't funnel public funds to private religious schools. Now, do I really believe that it was about the religious schools? No, I believe that they, that the teachers unions didn't want money coming out of their pocket and going in the pockets of private entities. Okay, and that may have been, and that's neither here or there. But that gives you an idea. Now, um, in two thousand three, George Bush, President Bush, um, nominated um, Brett Kavanaugh to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia. Um, and he was, and he was nominated by George Bush there. And he was also, of course, obviously confirmed by the Senate. So, uh, Trump's pick, this is the second of Trump's pick that the, that there are Democrats in the Senate who have already, um, confirmed the nomination on that pick at another time. So, will the same thing happen? No, I think I, I thought it was interesting. He was also involved, um, in the alien Gonzalez case. He actually represented the, the, the Florida family to keep Elian, Elian Gonzalez here in, in the United States. Now, Elian Gonzalez escaped Cuba uh, with his mother. Uh, and I think they were on this rickety raft. Unfortunately, his mother died um, 
on the trip. But um, Alien Alien was here and was and, and had family he, uh, here in Miami. Now this time really really ripped up the Cuban community. I mean, there's uh, obviously still some Cuban loyalists uh, there, uh, and there was also people here who who who, who came over um, during the Batista area uh, era that hate hated Castro and everything about the Cuban government. Um, and we're fighting to uh, help fight to keep Alien Gonzalez here in the United States. Now, I believe Janet Reno was the, um, what was she? She was in the, the Clinton administration and basically uh, forced uh, the military to go in and grab um, the little boy. I think it was six or eight at the time and uh, return him to Cuba. Uh, so, uh Brett Kavanaugh had uh, represented for free the fam- the Miami family to keep um, Alien Gonzalez here in the United States. So he's got a, a Florida connection, but hell, it seems like everybody's got some weird Florida connection, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Well, certainly it does. All right, so there you go. So that so all that is going to play out, in, you know, in the next month or so. So we'll see how all that plays out. Listen, my name is Willie Lawson. This is. Uh, TampaPodcast.com TampaPodcast.com are two, is, is two things <coughs> two things um, it's a podcast and it's a podcast and consulting service we are here to help you get started um, get going um, on your podcast we can for, from from soup to nuts uh, talk about how you what you want to do in your podcast who you want to talk to what you want to say and what you want the people who are listening to do uh, how to put together the nuts and bolts of it, the equipment that you need to sound as good as I do right now. Um, how you're going to distribute your podcast, how you're going to structure and put your podcast together. We can help you with that. And once you get it together, how are you going to make sure that people know you're there? What distribution devices are you going to use and how are you going to promote those distribution devices? Stuff you hadn't thought about, right? You thought you could just record it on your phone and put it on iTunes, right? And then everybody would hear it. You'd, you'd have the Joe Rogan experience. No, what you're going to have is you're going to spend half hour talking to your hand. And that'll be, the, that'll be the front and back of the whole thing, unless you get some help. I've done over 3,500 of these things. And today is another one. So I'm keeping my hand in the game because I love doing podcasts. I love talking to people. I love talking about current events and, and all sorts of things. So Tampa, Tampa podcast is a podcast, the one that you're listening to currently. And also it's a, it's a podcasting consulting firm. You, you can go to our website, tampapodcast.com, tampapodcast.com. And if you're just interested in podcasting and you just want to talk about it a little bit, scroll down to the bottom and fill out the, um, the contact information, Give, give me a chance to get with you. We can have a conversation before you have to sign up for any services. Let's have that conversation first. That's tampapodcast.com. Tampapodcast, all one word, dot com. All right, listen, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. 
Get to Old Navy for a deal you won't want to miss. Two days only, tomorrow and Sunday, get boys and girls polos for just three bucks. Yep, boys and girls polos, just three bucks at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 714 to 715, select styles, limit five.